You have meddled with the primal forces of nature! Like we always do about this time. This should be played at high volume. Welcome to the Marketers with Attitudes podcast. This is the place where we teach you how to become the best content marketer you can possibly be. My name is Joshua Barclay, and I'll be your host. If you're looking for a transformational go-to market strategy for your business, look no further than sales enablement. Sales enablement can drive long-lasting revenue growth, and it can improve the success rate of both your salespeople and your customers. To better help you understand how to do sales enablement for your own business, we interviewed a living legend. Siobhan Thatcher. Siobhan is the head of global sales enablement at Ring Central, a business communications platform that reported $1.2 billion in annual recurring revenue in 2020 with a B. That's a billion. That's, that's nuts. In this interview, Siobhan is going to teach you the four pillars of sales enablement. After you listen to this interview with Siobhan, you will have the foundations of sales enablement down meaning that you can take this system and you can apply it to your own business so you can kick butt in 2021 and beyond. So let's get started. This is the Marketers Without Attitudes podcast, baby. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Just quickly break down your four pillars of sales enablement. Yeah, I can. So uh, in my opinion, as you said, there are the four pillars. The first one is what I like to call the did they get the memo, which is does everybody in the company understand the go to market, right? Why do customers buy from us? What is it that we give them? What is our big why, right? To start with why. And so it is making sure that everybody understands because all too often the upper echelons make decisions about the direction you're going to go in and it never filters down. I know when I started here, people say, what does Ring Central do? And they do, and the answer was we do phones in the cloud. Well, that's not what we do. What we do is we help people communicate wherever, you know, working from anywhere, right? I mean, that's what we do. That's the first thing. The second pillar is making sure that all the assets, all the content, everything that is in support of that go-to-market message actually aligns with the go-to-market message. You have a single version of the truth, if you will. You don't have 15 standard corporate decks, right? There's one that you then can modify in some ways. Third part of it is when you have all of this and these assets will include training websites content whatever it is right that that you're using as tools are they available at the right time so you're not trying to push out something that isn't effective at that moment and folks have in a place where they can go and pull when they need it it's very much activity based i don't like to say that sales enablement is based on the sales process because our sales process isn't necessarily the way customers buy from us it's not the way partners work with us right it is what is the activity they're doing right now and what do we need to make sure that the folks that are in support of that actually have everything they need to do it to the best of their ability for the highest outcome, right? That's really the third piece. The fourth pillar is all about tribal knowledge, which is, you know, thank you, Seth Godin. It's all about tribal knowledge, which is, is it working, right? Is it actually working? Let's not do a review one time at the end of the year or even just once a quarter, right? Every single one of my enablement leaders and their people are all embedded deeply, deeply into the segment 
segments they support. So not only do they know the mind of that segment leader, but they can also even predict where that segment leader is going to go. And because of that, that relationship, you know, being responsible to, but not for, is so critical to the success of enablement. If you don't have it, doesn't matter how much money, doesn't matter the programs that you run, it doesn't matter the people, it's not going to work. You have to have that relationship. And now that we've established your four pillars of sales enablement, has anything changed, do you think, in 2021? There's been a huge change. The pillars themselves have not changed. The audience of the pillars has changed dramatically. It's no longer just the sales teams that are affected by this. If you think about those four pillars, who are we? How do we tell people that that that's what we are? How do we help them understand it? And how do we make sure that it's the correct messaging? That affects everybody in the company. Everyone. And if the pandemic has shown anything to us, it's that enablement is a global corporate requirement. It's not just something that sales needs. Everybody in the company is focused on the customer. Everybody in the company is responsible to make sure the customer is successful. I don't care what your role is. So that's really what's come out of it. Is virtual selling here to stay? Yes. I don't think it's going to be the only way. I think it will be a hybrid. I think there will be some face-to-face selling, but only if it's in your immediate geo. If you can get in your car and get there and have some kind of a controlled environment. I think virtual selling is here to stay. I think that folks have now recognized that golf games and big dinners and all doesn't sell. That's not what closes a deal. That's what helps build a relationship, perhaps. It also helps deals take a lot longer because folks <laughs> folks figure that when the deals close, they're no longer going to get to go play golf. So these things, I think it's changed. And I think not only has it changed, but the skill set in order to be able to do it effectively has also really changed. It's not just what you say, it's how you say it. And it's the kind of connection you can get when you're doing it virtually, which is very, very difficult, right? I mean, I can see you're a chess player. Cool. Have you watched Queen's Gambit? right? I mean, it's that kind of thing. Did you know that one of my guys was the UK under 18 champion, right? In chess. He's he's amazing. Yeah, it's true. Oh yeah. He actually is the, the captain of a global winning UK chess team. He's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Do you think that the small and mid-sized companies are finally catching on to the fact that they need a sales enablement strategy? Yeah. I think the ones that want to survive recognize that this is what they're going to need. If they have the foresight to understand that you need to change the way that you work with your customers and that a virtual environment is a very different type of environment, then I think, yeah, if they're smart, then they're actually going to see that enablement, whether it's sales enablement or uh, marketing enablement, whatever it is, that enablement is going to help them. Because there's one thing that has become very, very clear to me in this role is that enablement and the folks in enablement are the only ones in the company that talk to everybody. We are the hub. We literally are the hub and make sure that communication is going. Like to the extent that I I put a proposal in front of Ring Central three years ago. Just now, as of December, it's been adopted. So now all global learning and enablement falls under me, all of it, which means my customer team, my partner team, my employee team, my onboarding team, my sales team, all of those people are talking to each other for the first time ever. And because of that, we've changed the way that we work with our customers. It isn't a, I am going to be sales, I'm going to close the deal, and then I'm going to punt the customer over the fence and never talk to them again. Nope, not anymore. Every single one of us is responsible 
responsible for the success of the customer, which means everybody has to be talking about where the customer is in their actual journey. It doesn't end when you sell to them. It ends when when they either decide to end the contract or they, you know, whatever happens, it's that whole time period, that whole thing has to be covered and everybody's responsible for the success. You know, I was thinking about it this morning, brushing my teeth. When you think about sales enablement, are you really thinking about a cultural shift within an organization rather than just sales? Should we really be thinking about what you do and what we do as a culture shift within an organization? Yes, it has to be transformational. And that's what enablement and really, really good enablement people can bring to the table is they can help a company see that in order for themselves to be successful, there is the day-to-day things that you've got to do, but your focus, your obsession has to be on your customer and ensuring that your customer is happy, that they are getting what they need, that you understand, and that's a big thing, you understand what their real pains and challenges are so that you're not trying to shove something at them that doesn't make any sense. We are, we have to be the customer, right? They're our ultimate stakeholder. I get asked that a lot, right? Who's your stakeholder's enablement? And I'm like, well, my stakeholders are customers because ultimately if they're not using Ring Central, then there's no reason for me or any of my people to have a job, right? So that's my stakeholder. And we have to become our own stakeholders. We have to be them. We have to identify with them. We have to be empathetic. That's one thing that pandemic has done for Ring Central is everybody in the company, regardless of their role, understands what our customers do every single day to communicate because we're doing exactly the same thing. What do you think is required for salespeople to be successful in 2021? And I know you're probably your four pillars would be a good answer to that. But if you had to think of something that is a little bit more off the beaten path that a lot of people don't think about, maybe one or two traits that aren't talked about a lot, but you know are very important for the success of a salesperson, what would that be? So there's, there's, it's interesting because I think there's been a total shift in the direction that we believe salespeople had to be trained and, and what their approach needed to be. Everybody knows Challenger, right? Challenger was like, well, the relationship builder, they're great, but they can never close a deal. And you've got, you know, that just doesn't work. Cold calling is dead. <clears throat> no, 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 no. Cold calling is back with a vengeance and it's understanding and learning even simple basic phone skills, simple basic webinar skills. How do you talk to somebody? How do you look in the camera and make sure that you're making eye contact? You have to, especially if you're doing some kind of a presentation. You got to look at the camera so people think that you're looking at them. It's those kinds of skills. And of course, empathy. Got to have empathy. You have to understand what people are dealing with. And it's not just empathy. It's also forgiveness, right? If there's one thing that I've seen in this pandemic is that you have to be not only willing to forgive others for mistakes that are happening behind the scenes and things that they are doing and, and out of their control. I was in a keynote, a big conference a few months ago, and the whole conference crashed, everything, the whole thing came crashing down. They got it restarted about 10 minutes later, but it's that forgiveness to go, well, yeah, it happens. You think about that viral video of the, you know, the little kid scrolling in on that guy in Britain that was trying to do it, right? Everybody <laughs> yeah. knows that one. And we had that we were horrified at the time. Now there's no issue. I was on one yesterday and, you know, my son brought me dinner. I was like, oh, thank you right? It's just, it just happens. It's just, that's what happens. And so it is, it's life. You see the, the virtual backgrounds have disappeared, right? Yeah. This is me. This is me. 
This is my life. So people are becoming, I, I think that you, you need to have that skill. You have to have the skill of small talk. You have to be able to put somebody else ahead of you. And it isn't a, hey, how are you doing? Uh, what are you uh, What are you going to buy from me, right? That's that's not the skills that people need, right? I talk about the ABCs now. It used to be, right, always be closing, always be closing. And I was like, you have to reframe it. You have to reframe it. Instead of it being that, it should be attitudes, behaviors, and competencies. That's what we should care about with the people that are customer facing, our own people. What are their attitudes like? What are their behaviors like? What are their competencies? Let's look at that now. Charm it doesn't go nearly as far as it used to. You have to have the skills. You have to have the competencies. And you have to have the right behaviors. How have you approached the challenge of prospecting or reaching out to people when there are so many spammy, automated sales messages that feel like Quite frankly, they feel like psychological terrorism. With all of that noise going on, how are you and your team trying to figure out a way to break through that when you reach out to somebody for the first time? That's interesting because, of course, a lot of the systems are set up in such a fact that the moment that you connect on LinkedIn, it, it allows you to reach out. We're doing a lot of work on what we call modern selling, right, which is essentially social selling skills. So we've done a lot of training, teaching our people not only how to use the tools like LinkedIn Navigator, but even how to communicate. If you take Take a look at the profiles of salespeople at RingCentral. Their profile and their description of themselves is not, I'm a salesperson, blah, blah, blah. Take a look at some of them. I mean, if you look at mine, right? I don't talk about the fact of what I'm doing at all. I talk about the fact that, you know, I learned how to be a team player, right? That's what it was about. That's how I grew up. And so this is one thing that we did is we made our, we helped our people become more human. And when you're more human and you do the right amount of research, right? It, you know, you think about those poor BDRs. It's like, make a call, make a call, make a call, make a call call if they're not given the opportunity to do some kind of research right and there's folks like you know steve richards and a bunch of others that teach you all the things to do you have to do the research that when you connect with somebody you actually make them feel like you've done some work i delete hundreds of outreaches every day in my email or in linkedin or i just delete them or I ignore them or I just, you know, do whatever. But when I get one where it's clear that somebody has actually looked at my profile and looked at what I do and doesn't say to me, hey, I'm reaching out to you because you're the VP of sales. I get a lot of those and I'm like, you're not paying attention. When they reach out to me and they've actually done the research beyond just the superficial, I will respond. Doesn't mean I buy from them. But it does mean I'll respond and say, you know, thank you for doing it, right? I, you know, there have been times where I've taken those examples that I get and I actually use them as training tools, right? And show them to our teams and show them to folks. And I'll respond back to those those folks on LinkedIn that have made the effort and thank them for making the effort and, and just reinforce with them, you're doing the right thing. You're doing the right thing. Quality is much more important than quantity in this day and age because they're the quantity is just everybody's sitting at a desk. Everybody's there's just so much junk going out. The quality stuff really stands out now. Let's jump into what I call the Keanu Reeves round, which is the speed round. For those who don't okay. know, Keanu Reeves starred in the action thriller Speed in 1994. Yep. I'm going to say a person, idea, or a thing, and you just quickly give me a brief response. The American dream. To be able to retire comfortably before you're too old to enjoy it. 2021. Turnaround. Reemergence. The future of small business. I think that if the small businesses truly do believe in what they do and why they're here, 
and what they give, that they will succeed. Siobhan Thatcher, thank you for being on the Marketers with Attitudes podcast. I am really grateful that you took time out of your day to talk to me and I've been super excited about it. As I said, you know, the people that really are interested and really want to know how it can help, I will talk to them until the day is long. We want to thank Siobhan Thatcher for being on the Marketers with Attitudes podcast and we want to thank you for listening. If this podcast brought you any value, please like, share, let people know about it, leave us a review on Apple iTunes or whichever podcast provider you use to listen to this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. Bye-bye.